This Family Life News Podcast is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Next on the 5 O'Clock Report. I'm not going anywhere. Too far to the left. Irresponsible. October 7th is the equivalent of America's 9-11. Structure my class schedules around being able to come to the pantry. The exact minute that it was stolen. How can you still believe? And I remember saying, oh no, this is when I need him the most. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. Staying in the race. Republican number two Nikki Haley gave a major speech in Greenville, South Carolina today, where the presidential contest is hot four days before the primary. South Carolina will vote on Saturday, but on Sunday, I'll still be running for president. I'm not going anywhere. She was asked why she stays on the ballot when Donald Trump trounces her with a 23-point lead in her home state. If I weren't in the race, we'd be reading the exact same storyline every day until November 5th. Americans suffering from a bad case of Biden-Trump fatigue. A stunning 70% of the country doesn't want a Biden-Trump rematch. The majority of Americans don't just dislike one candidate. They dislike both. Haley says if Republicans don't go to the polls in their primaries or in November, Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. Donald Trump stumping in the same city today, the two crisscrossing each other with events all afternoon. President Biden is fundraising in California. West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin is worried about his politics. I've had this conversation with him and with his people that he's gone too far to the left. They've pushed him and pulled him and whatever, but that's not where America is. That's not where our country is. Donors are coughing up $250,000 each for a chance to hobnob with the president tonight. Biden stepped off Air Force One to tell the press this afternoon that on Friday, he'll drop heavy sanctions on Russia for the assassination of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. What I came to tell you was, I told you we'd be announcing sanctions on Russia. We'll have a major package announced on Friday. Defeated, the United Nations took a vote today on a ceasefire in Gaza, and it was a no-go. The draft resolution has not been adopted. It means the war continues. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield said the demands would not work. It was wishful and irresponsible. She said a ceasefire without the release of hostages would lead to a larger war. South Africa argued the Israeli occupation of Palestinian territories in Gaza is illegal. Israel is not acting in the best interests of the population, breaching multiple Yuskogan's norms of international law. Corey Mills is a Republican congressman from Florida. The Israelis' October 7th is the equivalent of America's 9-11. And could you imagine the outrage if we were told during our invasion of Afghanistan that we should do a temporary ceasefire against al-Qaeda or against Taliban? Last-ditch effort. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange took his final shot today at stopping his extradition to the United States. Here's CBS's Cammie McCormick. Assange has been battling the British courts for 13 years. He's wanted in the U.S. on 18 counts relating to the release of confidential U.S. military records and diplomatic cables. The U.S. argues it imperiled the lives of U.S. agents. His supporters argue he rightly exposed U.S. wrongdoing. He's being held in a London 
maximum security prison. Charged. Police in Kansas City say two adults in the Super Bowl parade shooting have been charged with murder. Two teenagers will face other charges. A mother of two died in that shooting and 22 people were hurt. West Coast washout. Just about the entire state of California is under flood watches with six to seven more inches of rain expected again. We've been here since about 1960. Never had anything like this happen. This man watched a couple get rescued in Sacramento after their car was washed away right in front of him. He opted to turn around and not drown. If it was a little flooded, I would have done it. But that is a lake. President Biden's great-great-grandfather was pardoned by President Abraham Lincoln, according to newly discovered documents in the National Archives. Karen Curtis has the details. Biden's distant grandfather, Moses Robinette, apparently got into a knife fight with another Union Army civilian as the Civil War raged in 1864. Robinette was charged with attempted murder and was incarcerated near Florida. Three of his friends were Army officers who petitioned Lincoln directly to overturn the sentence, which he did. It's not clear if President and Biden is aware of the pardon. Karen Curtis, Miami. Does your car insurance cost more? A new analysis finds rates in the U.S. are up 26 percent. Bankrate says the average annual premium is now $2,543. That number can vary depending on your state, however. In states like Louisiana and Florida, folks there are spending between $3,600 and four grand a year. Is college worth the cost? A decade after enrolling, attendees of 25% of higher education programs in this country are earning less than high school graduates who didn't go to college. One in four college graduates make under $32,000 a year. The U.S. Education Department tracked the earnings of 5 million college grads to come up with those findings. And food pantries are becoming more commonplace on college campuses, as studies show at least one in three college kids today deals with food insecurity on a daily basis. Reporter Elise Preston has more from the University of California, Davis. Senior Aaron Cashin showed up 90 minutes before the doors opened at the on-campus food pantry. I literally structure my class schedules around being able to come to the pantry. It's run by students, many of whom are working here because they found help here. It feels good to get back and know that I need it here. There are now close to 800 food pantries on college campuses. A decade ago, there were just 80. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, mail-in ballot fight in Pennsylvania. Car thefts are up, and we may lose real estate developers in New York. We'll tell you why after a peek at weather. Here is your family life weather forecast. Mainly clear skies, low temperatures ranging mostly in the 20s, a few teens in some rural valleys. Tomorrow, skies will average out partly sunny, high temps, 40s to near 50. Thursday, cloudy, a bit of rain. There'll be a little sleet or snow mixed in in central New York in the afternoon. High temperatures Thursday in the 40s to near 50. Kevin Williams, our man in the know. Thank you. Checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. The Empire State just extended the statute of limitations for unlawful discrimination. Family Life's Greg Gillespie has more. You now have three years instead of one to file claims for unlawful discrimination. That could be anything that violates a protected status in the Empire State. Age, disability, gender, race, religion, or national origin. Pro-family groups say it's a slippery slope. They're grateful for religious protections, but the same business can face significant fines if they don't hire a gender-neutral employee. Last fall, New York banned height and weight discrimination. 
Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. A U.S. appeals court held oral arguments today to decide a Pennsylvania mail-in ballots with the wrong date still count. It's a dispute with implications for this year's presidential contest. It stems from a district judge's ruling in November that even without proper dates, mail-in ballots should be counted if they're received in time. 10,000 ballots were disqualified in 2022. Democrats statistically are more likely to vote by mail than Republicans. Is your car safe. It's been five months since Governor Kathy Hochul kicked off the CARS program to stop vehicle thefts in the Empire State. Trooper Linnea Crane says the collaboration between cities to hunt down criminals is working. Collaborate with different counties, different cities, municipalities, and um, to figure out who these people are. But Michael Mercado says he's followed the program to a T and his Kia was still stolen last month. I got the steering wheel locked. I got the upgrade. We have cameras on our street, so I was able to see like the exact minute that it was stolen, but none of those things actually deterred them. 2023 was a record year for car thefts in Syracuse, but the city says 2024 is starting out even worse. The first five weeks of the year, thefts were up 71% in that one city. Governor Hochul proudly announced 286 stolen vehicles have been recovered statewide out of more than 10,000 as thieves copied tactics in TikTok videos. New York leads the nation when it comes to population loss, and while the statewide decline has slowed in recent years, more people are still exiting than moving into the Empire State. It's really working in middle-income families that are moving out of the state, not the higher earners. Nathan Gustorf is executive director of the Fiscal Policy Institute. For a middle-income family, bottom line, they get a bigger bang for their buck. They have more savings by moving even to other nearby states. Governor Hochul blames the out-migration on the cost of housing. Republicans cite the tax rate and an unfriendly business climate. Legal Eagles warn a judge's ruling in the Donald Trump civil fraud case last week could cause real estate developers to flee New York. Anybody is at risk, any business that runs afoul of the progressive orthodoxy. It can be on any of the hot button social issues. So I think it's going to have a real effect. It's real, should be very embarrassing to the state of New York. Trump is appealing the judge's decision to fine him more than $350 million for allegedly inflating the value of his real estate. On Tuesdays, our own Mark Webster features a local hometown hero. Let's listen in. Since the Tim Tebow Foundation launched the yearly prom-style celebration for special needs individuals 10 years ago, Area churches have embraced the idea. They walk a red carpet. There are you know, people cheering for them and screaming for them as they, as they walk down. Abundant smiles. You know, people are extremely happy. A lot of fun, a lot of excitement, and people really enjoy feeling, feeling celebrated. It was big. Uh, we're hosting our event at the Greenville Area High School. We had 267 special needs guests that night. It was by far the largest event we've had. We do a pre-prom event actually at the church where they come over, the girls get their nails done, their hair done, makeup, guys get their shoes polished, ties tied, and then we transport them by party limousines. We have two 24-passenger party limos that begin to transport the guests for the night. It's also personal for Pastor Preston Atkinson at Northumberland County's Sunbury Bible Church. My youngest daughter has Down syndrome. She dressed up, she's only eight years old, but she dressed up and walked the red carpet. And I was able to uh, put a crown on her and it was, it was extremely emotional for me. I didn't know that they were gonna bring her 
in the tent and have a walk down the red carpet. So it's a special night even for our own family because of our own participation with uh, the special needs community. Pastor Atkinson says other churches would bless their own congregations by making a special effort to welcome in special needs families. It's definitely something that we would love to see churches create opportunities, create a culture within their church that not only includes those with disabilities, but really partners with them, sees them, values them. You can hear the full Hometown Heroes feature online at familylife.org slash newspodcasts. Time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are down today to start a shortened trading week. All three major indices broke their five-week winning streak, with the Nasdaq being the biggest loser, down more than 1.3%. Walmart announcing that it will buy out TV brand Vizio for $2.3 billion, or $11.50 per share in a cash buyout. This coming after Walmart's quarterly earnings report topped Wall Street's expectations with revenue rising 6% over the holidays and e-commerce sales increasing 23% annually. Credit card giant Capital One Financing announced yesterday their plans to acquire Discover Financial Services. That deal worth $35.3 billion and it's considered to be one of the largest potential acquisitions so far this year and it would expand Capital One's credit card and deposit base. It's an all-stock deal expected to close later this year or early next year. Coming up tomorrow, NVIDIA, Suncor Energy, Excelon, Nutrien, and more companies will release their earnings. S&P 500 sector gains from consumer staples today, losses from IT and consumer discretionary, oil closing above the $78 a barrel mark. The Dow down 64 points, the Nasdaq losing 144, and the S&P 500 down 30. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial plan planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwardadvisors.com there is an antidote to financial worry hi i'm rob west with the faith and finance minute a survey from bankrate.com found an increasing percentage of people are worried about their finances respondents said their money situation has had a negative impact on their mental health some had trouble sleeping some felt a sense of anxiety these are common responses to financial concerns. How grateful can we be that Jesus spoke to these very things in the Sermon on the Mount, remember? He said, do not worry. Your heavenly Father knows what you need, but seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. So if you're financially anxious, take it to the Lord in prayer. Pray for His kingdom to come and His will to be done and trust Him for His peace and provision. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading FaithFi, Faith and Finance from your app store. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, how to handle the death of a loved one. Some encouragement from an unusual voice, but first weather with Kevin Williams. Although another chilly night is ahead tonight, the overall pattern looks fairly mild and mellow. The call for tonight, chilly, not as cold as last night for most. Mainly clear skies, low temperatures ranging mostly in the 20s, a few teens in some rural valleys. We'll have some sunshine tomorrow, temperatures pushing 50 in spots. Thursday, cloudy, a bit of rain. There'll be a little sleet or snow mixed in in central New York in the afternoon. High temperatures Thursday in the 40s to near 50. Chillier weather moves back in for a part of the weekend, but it too will be replaced by more mild air as we head into early next week. 
Thank you, Kevin. Finally at five, handling heartache. NBC News anchor Savannah Guthrie shared her story on national TV today of the death of her father at 16 years old and how it brought her closer to Jesus Christ. Walked in the door and learned that my father had died and it was earth shattering. Sometimes I divide my life into two parts. It's like before my dad died and after. This is a line of demarcation. Guthrie says her dad loved Jesus and the example of his steadfast faith grew hers. I remember being asked by friends, how can you still believe? And I remember saying, oh no, this is when I need him the most. I can't lose my dad and lose God at the same time. She says the Lord spoke clearly to her in deep depression. God had not abandoned her. This pain, this is your path. So you won't stay here forever. And as hard as it is, this is the way out. This is my rescue. Guthrie's out with a new book called Mostly What God Does. She says it is the storm that grows you into who God needs you to be. And that's the world that we live in for Tuesday, the 20th of February. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Thank you for listening to this Family Life News Podcast. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, please share it with others and click the subscribe button to automatically receive future episodes. Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Podcasts like this are made possible by your financial partnership. Find out more at familylife.org.